Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TV Show Podcast. My name is TV, and on this show, I share stories as a divorced father to two brilliant young ladies. I share my journey in learning to become a better man, a better human, and a better dad for them. I touch on subjects of personal development, manhood, communication, culture, and many, many others. I also interview other badass individuals who are doing some amazing things in the world. I love to hear others share their stories of survival, growth, and development. So, on to today's episode. Let's go. Everything in life requires us to communicate well, to be able to take our ideas from our head and transport them magically to someone else's head. I learned that as I was going through life, and you know this intrinsically, like I need to be able to hold a conversation. I need to be able to tell people how I feel. We know this. However, until I got into my 30s, I didn't realize just how huge this was because you need to be able to communicate everything. You need to be able to have a great conversation and just have friendships, to have a partner. You need to be able to interview well. If you have a company, you need to be able to pitch your idea, maybe to potential investors or banks. Communication is essential, and even within writing, it is a form of communication. Being able to put your ideas together, put them in a nice little package, and then deliver them with words is essential. It is powerful. It is a skill that I don't think we we work on enough. Knowing that, I knew that I wanted my daughters to be able to do this very, very well so it wouldn't be something that they had to stress about later in life. And that is why I think that the best decision that I ever made was getting my girls involved in spoken word poetry. Now, the time when I first got them into it, I thought that I was just getting them interested in poetry. Little did I know as to the magnitude of what that decision would have upon their lives to this day and for the foreseeable future. Let me tell you a story how it all kind of broke down. We have to take a trip back into the late 90s, early 2000s. I fell in love with spoken word poetry. And it wasn't a huge scene, but I I knew that there was people doing it in the city of Dallas. I'd come across some stuff online. I hunted it down and I even did a piece a long time ago. I performed once in Bishop Arts here in Dallas, but that was a long time ago. Fast forward to the early 2000s and I discovered this show called uh, Deaf Poetry Jam. And there, on a regular basis, the performers would come on stage and share a story in a way that was just captivating. And that's what what happens when you listen to spoken word, is that it's something about the way it's performed, and not just written, but also performed, that captures your attention, jolts you a little bit, and informs you on something that you may or may not know. I was watching the show when a Mexican-American poet from Dallas performed. His name was Joaquin Cijuantenejo. Feel free to Google him. It was fantastic. He literally gave me goosebumps. And to find out that he was from Dallas was amazing to me. Not too long after that, there was a story printed here in the local newspaper where they were sharing all the various artists that were up and coming in the city of Dallas. And lo and behold, guess who was there? That's right. Joaquin was in it. And I was reminded of him in that moment. Facebook was still in its infancies and I had just got on and I searched him, found him and befriended him. He accepted my friendship request. Not long after that, I noticed that he was trying to put together events and teaching and doing workshops for youth, for the young kids. That immediately got my attention. But there was a problem. The workshops were intended only for teenagers because he was trying to put together the Dallas Youth Poets with the intention of them training, getting better writing and and performing, and eventually actually competing. 
Well, my daughters at the time were nine and seven. They were not old enough to compete. They were not old enough to be a part of the team. But yet I still reached out and I asked him if it would be okay if I brought my daughters. He said, okay, not a big deal. But of course, I had to be okay with the subject matter. Because spoken word is a very vulnerable art form. The artist and the poet share some very intimate stories. And in many ways, it's, it's therapy for them. They share very, very rough and raw stories. They cuss. They talk. I mean, they're teenagers, right? So they're going to share some things that you may or may not agree with. But at the same time, I felt that it would really benefit the girls for them to witness this, to just get to hear this from people not too much older than them. So I was fine with it, is my point. What ended up happening the first time is that I showed up late. I misunderstood the time that it started, and we got there when it was ending. So I was really heartbroken because I was looking forward to my girls getting to witness it and, and maybe learn a thing or two. Joaquin, being the fantastic human being that he was, took it upon himself to actually give them a little private lesson. He sat them both down and started walking them through an exercise. He literally did not have to do that. I was not expecting anything like that. But in that moment, he didn't know that then. I didn't know that then. Nobody knew this. But in that moment, he planted the seed that would blossom 12 years later. My youngest was a little timid. She tends to be a little more reserved when she first gets introduced to a new idea, but my oldest took it on right away. We continued to come for years, even though they could not compete. They did every exercise, they did every performance. My youngest, one of the uh, poems that still comes to mind, one of her first pieces that she literally would perform on stage was about lettuce. It was titled Lettuce. Innocent, beautiful. And that's the thing. It doesn't even really matter what you write about. It's what's relevant to you. My girls did it. They did the work. They sat there with their peers. They listened. They applauded them. They supported. They became a family. And it was the most beautiful thing to witness. But they also stood up. They would stand up and perform their pieces every single time. They'd be given prompts in every workshop and they would go through them and perform them with no reservation. Fast forward 10 or 12 years or so. My daughters are now 19 and 17. And they both are excelling in a lot in their life. My youngest is in the band. She does all these things. She has the capacity and this willingness to stand up on stage and perform. She has done interviews for various things and is able to excel in them because she has that skill that she refined. She's got all these reps over the years to feel confident when she speaks. One of the biggest benefits from this entire adventure was realizing that they have a voice, that their voice matters, that they have an opinion, that opinion matters, and that they can stand up on stage and actually share it with people. So when someone interviews them or, or asks them questions, even if they don't know each other, they're able to do it very, very well. They're able to communicate their ideas or opinions without necessarily flinching too much. Now, they still get nervous, don't get me wrong, but they're able to do it nonetheless. My oldest is able to do the very same thing. She now has a job and she's able to take on tasks without little reservation. She, she accepts challenges willingly and she's able to also articulate herself comfortably, even though she's surrounded by adults. She's, she works, she's the youngest one there, but she's able to excel. And I believe a lot of that has to do with spoken word poetry, with the workshops and all the reps they put in over the years. I do believe that being involved in sports is an incredible activity that everyone should do because it, it teaches you a lot of things. But I also believe that we need to put more of a focus on the geeky things in life, on writing, on speaking, on debating. 
I think one of the other things that made it successful is that they were surrounded by other young individuals that were also being vulnerable and sharing. It allowed them to bond and grow together and also feel little to no reservation around sharing and around writing. Get your kids involved in that. They will thank you later because they will be able to talk to anyone, anywhere, anytime. It won't be a big deal. That's it for today. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the podcast. I appreciate you listening. Please do me a favor and drop me a review. If you're listening on iTunes, follow me everywhere that you do listen to your audio podcast. It would mean a great deal to me. And until next time, bye-bye.